So last spring, the city of College Station conducted its first comprehensive citizen survey in four years. It was 2012. The response, and I'm talking both online and by mail, was really, really good. More than 2,000 surveys were completed, and just the right balance of location and demographics was achieved, so it gave the survey a very low margin of error, and that's apparently a big deal. The whole idea, of course, was to measure how College Station citizens feel about the services and the programs that we deliver, along with some other quality of life aspects. In the end, the results will help our city council and our staff make budgetary and policy decisions. I'm Communications Director Jay Sokol, and my guest on this edition of the podcast is City Manager Kelly Templin. He talks about some of the survey results that really stood out to him. Yes, police and fire and even our new single stream recycling program got very high marks. And people love living here. They say they feel safe living here. But our citizens say there are a number of things that still need work. Now, some of these you may not suspect, so you really should browse the results yourself. Those are on our website. You can find it at cstx.gov slash citizen survey. You'll find everything right there. But for now, let's get to the interview with Kelly Templin. That citizen survey, what were some of the big things that stood out to you and, and the big takeaways for you? I'll tell you, Jay, there wasn't anything in that, that survey that uh, I think caught me off guard. Uh, the big themes there were uh, concerns about uh, traffic, um, and who could be surprised about that? Um, traffic, congestion, and uh, infrastructure, you know, particularly roads, thoroughfares, uh, and, and our ability to, to maintain those. So those, those were the biggest themes. And, uh, you know, what we found, Jay, it's kind of interesting after the fact, looking at what other cities are taking on this year, because we monitor what other cities are doing sort of statewide, what, what they're looking at in their budget. For those that have done uh, surveys or have other means of getting that feedback, the themes are the same. Uh, apparently congestion, traffic, those uh, and, and thoroughfares and, and the maintenance thereof is a central theme statewide, whether it's Bastrop or Baytown. Uh, Abilene, Amarillo, every city that we've looked at, we're hearing the same thing. Uh, Colleen, Temple, everybody is dealing with increased traffic, increased congestion, and it, it really does reflect the growth that uh, the state has seen over the past decade. Uh, we're still a very fast-growing state, so it's hardly surprising um, that uh, that people are concerned about the increase in traffic. Um, so I wasn't surprised by anything I found there. I think it just really did quantify I, uh, the, the community's concern about those issues. Well, and I'm sure you hear more than anyone the uh, criticism from some saying, look, uh, who was asleep at the wheel here and allowed us to get to this situation? Why were we not sort of uh, addressing this thing uh, on the way over the last 10, 20, well, 30 years? For the record, nobody was asleep at the wheel. Uh, no pun intended, but no, nobody was asleep. Uh, the planning was taking place, but people have to remember that we went through a recession like the rest of the country, went through a recession. We saw a slowdown in sales tax, uh, slowdown in, in uh, property valuations, what have you. And remember, Jay, uh, the city left uh, uh, laid off 59 people Oh yeah, back during the recession. Yes. People and resources equal your ability to address these issues. So there was a slowdown in uh, not just the the, uh, I guess, the concern perhaps for these, but the, the just physical ability to, to to muster the people to go out and address some of these issues and the capital to be able to build bridges, to 
you know, to, to resurface roads and what have you. So I think, again, what we're seeing across the state uh, uh, is really the same thing. We had the slowdown. We let off on a lot of these capital projects statewide, city to city, even counties, I think the state. And now we've been hit with all of this growth uh, that is still, a lot of it still lingering from the oil boom. And so we're in a dead sprint trying to catch up with all of that. So we're, we're in the same boat that everybody in the rest of the state mm-hmm. is. We're not, we're not immune from that growth. And we're probably more susceptible to it because we have this great monstrous university across the street. We're expecting, you know, what, 9,500 freshmen here in a couple of weeks. So, um, And you've got a school district that keeps growing. As a result of all the other growth, we have a school district that continues to grow, yeah. uh, and, and they're doing the best they can to build schools. So... Um, you have to understand or you have to look back 10, 15, maybe even 20 years to see that there have been valiant efforts to be able to keep up with that, but the economy hasn't always made that possible. So uh, I can't point a finger at anybody. Uh, I wasn't here on the ground when some of those things took place. I was in another jurisdiction and we were affected the same way, you know, when the housing bubble popped and the economy sort of, uh, wouldn't say collapsed, but you know, all but collapsed. So this, the state is, is really recovering from that. The government is always the last economic sector to recover from a recession. So hmm. it's not surprising that we're dealing with some of these issues right now. Um, one thing to be clear, uh, I, I heard from a couple of members of the staff that thought that the survey reflected poorly uh, you know, on, on the staff. Um, and particularly uh, the, the inquiries I got was from Public Works because of the, the, the nature of those high profile issues, traffic congestion, street conditions. So I actually went to visit with them, uh, let them know that I didn't think that was any reflection on the staff whatsoever. Uh, knowing that history and knowing that they maximized uh, the, the, the time, the personnel, and the, and the capital that they had to be able to address those issues, um, uh, I, I know full well I've seen those efforts. I, I, I understand what it is they do, and I see on a daily, weekly, monthly basis the effort they put forth. So I, I absolutely know they did the best they could, as did every department in the city. But that I did not think that that castigated the staff at all. Right, you it can just, only do so much uh, with what you got and who you've got. A- amen. Yeah. That, that's exactly right. But it never no, never once crossed my mind that uh, the staff let up. Uh, but again, once you've expended the dollars and you've only got so many people to uh, to get the resources out there, there's there's little more than you can do that you can do. There are only eight days in a week, so. Uh, <laughs> So, no, I, I think the staff has done the best they possibly could. Uh, but, again, what College Station is, is experiencing is being experienced across the state of Texas. So um, uh, I think the survey just really brought out uh, the, the concerns people have. And they're, they're right. What, what I asked the folks in Public Works that morning is, how, you know, how many of you were ten, here 10 years ago? A bunch of guys raised their hand. I said, how many of you preferred the traffic that you experienced 10 years ago? And they, every one of them raised their hand again. And I said, guess what? Our residents agree with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd love to roll back the traffic level 10 years. I'm not sure I want to forego uh, a lot of the amenities and, and everything we've accrued in, those, in that 10-year period. So that growth has consequences. But if you've been in a town that is not seeing growth or is stagnant or is shrinking, then you know that that also comes with consequences. So, Okay, so, so traffic congestion and the condition of our roadways. What were some other things that stood out to you? The all of them really revolved around growth issues. Uh, they they talked about uh, changes in neighborhoods, um, and uh, you know the impacts of uh, really. They, I don't think they described it directly, but the impacts of a growing university, uh, or, you know, growing student population. It's all growing pains. Is really what it is. Um, and again, we're not going to be immune to that. Uh, 
they, uh, they, they were some comments about uh, our ability to, you know, police this growing town and what have you. But people do feel safe in College Station, which right. which is a, a great advantage. I think that I think it really again uh, the citizen survey quantified what we expected to hear, but it was also reassuring because uh, on the on the whole it said that uh, the city was doing a good job. And if again if you look at the limitations in those resources in the past, I think the city's doing an outstanding job and has done an outstanding job. So what does the city council do with this? I mean, I, I have a sense that this is one tool that they will use. Uh, to help make decisions uh, for the fiscal year 17 budget. But but really, how closely do they look at the information that came out from this survey? Well, it's uh, the full breadth of the citizen survey is a massive document, and you know. Yeah, Jay, hundreds of pages. Hundreds of pages. Uh, I, I, I believe there are a couple of them that are probably going to delve into a lot of that detail. The, the summary of the information is very helpful. Uh, and I've read through each and every comment. Uh, my favorite, of course, was more cowbell. But, uh, uh, no, there were some very helpful comments in there. There were, there were some that sort of show that, you know, uh, the commenter was talking about a state uh, facility or a county facility, or they were, you know, uh, it didn't necessarily understand the jurisdictional issues. That's fine. But uh, I think the, count, or the council is going to look at it very carefully. I know they have, based on the comments that I've received, uh, this really does, uh, I think, underline and underscore what they have to do in the budget to address these things. They were already planning to address these things in a pretty substantial fashion, but this really does sort of light a fire underneath them that, okay, this is what we expected here. This is what we have to do. You're going to see that reflected in the budget this year. Right. So before our council starts breaking up a little bit, because they will in November, they we will. have a lot of changes coming, three, maybe even four new faces. How important is it for this group together to work on one more budget? It's extremely important, uh, and that's I'm glad you brought that point up. We have the same council. I have been fortunate. This will be the third budget that I will put together with the same council. Uh, so they've they've had the advantage of that time, that consistency, that membership to be able to address and see these issues. Um, it's always a learning process. There's always a bit of a curveball in there somewhere, uh, but they're a good council to work with. We have the Budget and Finance Committee, which consists of three members of the council. Uh, they have been fantastic to deal with. They're very intuitive, smart, uh, but they've seen this for three years. So uh, they're conversant on the issues and the particulars of uh, what goes into the effective tax rate and the roll rollback rate and everything. Um, uh, Jeff Kirsten and his folks, Mary Ellen Leonard, Courtney, Deborah, everybody upstairs, uh, they're going to be putting the final touches on the budget over the next week. They're probably not going to get a lot of sleep this week. Um, but it, it really does take this iterative process. And I think Citizen Survey really did help to uh, underscore, you know, what the mission has to be going forward. It, uh, we need more, more resources, more people uh, in order to be able to address the needs of the citizens, the expectations of the citizens. So yeah. it's a small part of a larger, uh, I guess, the larger effort, which is, I guess, the, the city as a whole, and it's what we do every day. But it, it was helpful to see it quantified. You can make assumptions. It's helpful to actually see it quantified. The response to the citizen survey was tremendous, the yes. best we've ever had. Yeah. Yeah. And it was very accurate, statistically valid, very low margin of error, balanced intentionally uh, across quadrants of the city. And uh, by age, we had a good representation of college students who chimed in. And you can even dive into that uh, if you really want to go through the data. Right. 
Well, and I was glad we heard from the students. They, they're, they're our, our residents, you know, just like any other, even if they're temporary, a lot of them end up being permanent residents. So, uh, and I think their comments and, and concerns were constructive, you know, well thought out. So uh, there, there really weren't that many curveballs out there. They were, um, people really want to see College Station um, continue to grow in an orderly fashion and they want to maintain that quality of life. And, and the comments uh, and responses we got, again, I think were very constructive on the whole and very helpful. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Again, you can look at the survey results at cstx.gov slash citizen survey. One of the most interesting graphics you'll find there, at least in my opinion, shows a chart with four quadrants. And each quadrant reflects a different combined level of importance and quality of our various services and programs. So you've got a couple different axes. Uh, you've got Importance is one, equality is the other, and that's how it forms the quadrants. It's all pretty fascinating, I promise you. Again, the website, cstx.gov slash citizen survey. So thanks to City Manager Kelly Templin for stopping by to chat, and thank you, as always, for listening. I'm Jay Sokol. <laughs>